Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Critical Hit of Major Spoilers Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing with your friends. I've got to tell you, real quick before we get into this, mm-hmm. that people sharing these episodes, people going out and spreading the word, people going to their gaming groups and saying, hey, listen to Critical Hit, or posting online, here's my favorite real play podcast, or here's a podcast you should listen to if you love Dungeons and Dragons, people who go into their Twitter accounts and talk about Critical Hit. This is the only way we get the word out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, people could go on to iTunes and search, or they could go online and search. Right. But really, the best way to get more people listening is for you, dear listener, to go out and share the love that is Critical Hit. Or wear a t-shirt. Or make a sign. Right. Or do something to uh, get the message out about Critical Hit. Make a sign hit. and like hold it up at your gaming store and go, woo! Anytime somebody walks by. Surely, I mean, your surely your comic slash gaming store, whatever you may have in your mm-hmm. area, I'm sure they have a game room, right, mm-hmm. Matthew? You guys have game rooms, right? We have two, yeah. Two of them that they play Dungeons and the Dragons. we also have a table in the parking lot, so, you know, it could be three. <laughs> that, that people are playing the Dungeons and Dragons? How many times a week do people come in and play Dungeons and Dragons? All times. <laughs> See, all you have to do is just go in and put a little sign up that says, have you guys listened to Critical Hit? Mm-hmm. Have you heard the good news have about Critical Hit? Have you heard the good hit? news <laughs> about Critical Hit? Wear a white shirt with short sleeves and a tie and go mm-hmm. from door to door. Yeah, no, you look I've good. come to share we the to, We do need to get you a little couple of tabletops there, Matthew, that you can... Uh, yeah, like a little, little, little tent. Yeah, a little guys. tent. There you go. So that you, can put them, so that you can put them out. Will your boss let you like do that? It'd be like Steve Martin in that movie where he's dating Deborah Winger. Will your boss let you do that? Do what? Put out little critical hit tents for the uh, tables. Uh, I don't know. My boss and you have a lot in common, so he would probably ask me first what's in it for me. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Four <laughs> years of advertising Gatekeeper Comics and Hobbies Hunt and Engage Topeka without asking him for a single cent? That's probably one thing. Yeah. Uh, whatever you I do, whatever you do. Every couple weeks. Whatever you do, Matthew, Dude. don't let these two talk if they have that much in oh, common. Oh, we've talked oh, before. Oh, dear God, no. Because they'll just kill each I've other. I've talked to Dion lots of times. Um, As you can probably tell, <laughs> no Rob and the Stupid Hosannas and go up high. Mm-hmm. Hey, no everybody D&D, loves no, Rob. No D&D Brian. Right. No Adriana this week. Right. Because it is time for us to talk a level up episode. That's right. People have been like, wait yeah. a minute, haven't you guys already leveled up? Yeah, we leveled up about, I don't know, eight, Six 10, months ago. 15 episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, yeah, so. Ooh, maybe the, I'll just, maybe I'll put this out this weekend. <laughs> People listening to it go, wait a minute, it is this weekend. <laughs> yeah, no. Is... Whoa, wait, it'll always be this weekend. <laughs> Oh my god, it totally is this weekend. So people have been saying, hey, did you guys level up to right, level right. 13? This is um, the big turning point for young adventurers, right? No, not at all. Oh, in okay. the um, in the past, we haven't always done uh, shows talking about um, every level up. Early on, we did, um, partially because um, we were also explaining kind of what was happening yeah, yeah. To to Steven, really, because Steven right, right. was learning to to play the game as he went. Um, now that he's a little bit more solid on it, we've done a lot less of it. But uh, level thirteen is worth talking about in uh, fourth edition because it is the first level where you start swapping powers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So at level thirteen, you get a new encounter power, and rather than just adding that power to the list. You pick one of your old encounter powers and get rid of that. Mm-hmm. And Which this new power stupid. replaces that power. Yes. Stupid, stupid. So if I remember correctly, I replaced, what, Force Orb? Is that what I replaced? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I replaced yeah, Force Orb right. with, uh, with Thunderlands. With Thunderlands. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> so, I am Lance. <laughs> <laughs> so you might, uh, you might be looking at this and think to yourself, why... 
Um, yes, why? Would, why can't we just have a whole... Yeah, why, why can't, why can't we, we have we nice just, things? Why can't we just have more powers? This seems stupid. Well, here's the thing. Did it used to be that way? I mean, could you just not amass, for, like, not a, amass like not in fourth 50, edition? Fifty thousand. No, fourth edition has always had no. This but I mean, in past uh, editions. Uh, okay, in past editions, oh. if you were a wizard, yes, you could have ten thousand powers. Okay, but the everything worked differently. That's kind of like saying, um, you know, back when there were like seventeen ton dinosaurs around, could we ride around on dinosaurs? Like, well, potentially, but there were no people back then. I, I haven't done this it's, in a while, but you know, in World of Warcraft... It's like saying that right, your right. car is inferior you actually just, doesn't have crank. You know, your Thunder Lance becomes a plus two and a plus five, and you get greater right. ranges, I believe, greater hit point damage. I believe, I believe in World of Warcraft, you can walk up to someone and say, I would like to pay for a new soul, and they yeah, just yeah, hand yeah. you a new one, and you yeah, just, yeah. like, you know, sell your other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, why why, yes, tra- why like, trade out, then? Why trade out? Oh, uh, alright. So, why trade out? Well, um, there's a few reasons, but the most important one is um, just kind of uh, processing space. Right. Now, um, even, even in our own very uh, streamlined, tight, and, and, and very um, uh, stat-focused party, we have some people who don't always have every one of their powers or stats or feats in mind when they're going in. Mm. If every other level you just add more powers, there's just yeah, going to be progressively quickly. more and more and more powers. Here's the other thing. If you look at our fights, and this past fight was probably not even the best, not, not, not at all the best example, most, but most of the combats on critical hit don't last more than six rounds. Right. This means that your character usually gets to shoot out seven powers at most mm-hmm. right if they're standard actions you get one action point you only get to go six times mm-hmm. if you have if you have 13 powers you actually don't get to use all your powers yeah, in a you fight use about half of them, so right? to maintain your you know to keep your character sheet to only 27 pages and <laughs> to um <laughs> uh, while simultaneously not giving you a, a paralyzing number of options there is the um level 13 and onward power swap so every level now we're gonna have to be swapping out of power every attack power that you get from here on out you will be swapping except you will get one attack power at level 20 from your paragon path oh so you'll get one that doesn't that doesn't get swapped but you also get to keep but you also don't get to pick it like oh you've already picked your paragon path you're just gonna get that at level 20 um so we will be able to keep all of our at wills. Yeah, you get to keep your okay. you get to keep your at wills. The at wills don't change. Okay, it's only going to be um, encounter powers and daily powers that change. Your you also get to keep all of your um, utility powers. Right. All the utility powers from your class stay. Those you do keep accumulating. Okay, since you only get one every like four levels or so. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I guess uh, for for listeners, it's been somewhat. Ever since we've gone from level 12 and 13 and what happened at the end of, um, well, I shouldn't say the end of that season because it wasn't. It was what happened with Spud. Right. I've got a new weapon that forced me to change out some some powers uh, with that wand. The wand comes with um, eye bite. Right. Which is a, a this new is, power this, yeah, this for is, that wand. This is the wand that Ket gave Orem. Right. Uh, and um, there's another one. That I'm still getting uh, used to. Nose bite. Yes, nose bite uh, and um, and bite bite and bite bite. Yes, bite, those bite, are the ones. Bite. Chin bite, chin bite was another one. <laughs> chin bite, chin bite. Uh, that would be that. That would I actually. Bite, I'm gonna bite, chin bite. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. If if there isn't one, I'm gonna write a level. Um, probably like 15 daily power for torque <laughs> called chin bite. <laughs> so like if, if it'll allow him to like grapple an enemy that's, that's next to him. Yeah. yeah. So because of that wand, um, you know, there's that other power that's been added in. It's an encounter right, power. Right. Then I've got sloth strike, which mm-hmm. we've had a terrible time getting right. to stay on the character right. sheet Lots. because of the way the online right now, works. right now the character builder doesn't <laughs> like, um, multi-class, power swaps you would think that they would fix that yeah no they they really haven't in fact we had a a very nice listener yes write into us and say hey guys here's what you need to do you swap out the power 
you don't save it. You Printer. print the sheet and then and save. Then save. Yeah, and then it still won't be saved once you right, save right. it. Right, right. Once but... you save it, it resets it yeah, to yeah. whatever you had before. So yeah, every time every any and that's the thing is anytime we add or change something about ORM sheet, we have to print out the sheet first before saving. So it's like literally every time we sit down right, game right. Lately, and and you know, here's the thing. Uh Steven likes to have a sheet uh physically in front of him. I don't want so, Rodrigo yelling at me for having my laptop open. Right, absolutely, absolutely, and and you certainly don't want me yelling at you because you have an old sheet, for example. Yeah, exactly. Um, so a new sheet gets done, and you know he just got a new magic item. So I think actually for that one we didn't print out a new sheet. No, since that one the just boots, gives you a, a plus four to the, the to boots stealth. we did yeah. print out. Right, a new one. Now here's that. the thing. So Orem picked a wizard power at level thirteen and changed it out for a new wizard power. Torque had a significantly more complex uh, thing going on because Torque also has a multi-class power swap feat. So we actually, in the character builder, had to I, I had to go in, um, unselect his uh, cleric power swap feat or or his power, take his uh, fighter power that he was originally swapping, swapping for a higher level power, then swap that back for a cleric power of the appropriate level. Man. So it nice. gets, it can, with, in order to make everything function the way that you would, like by just having a sheet of paper, erasing a power and writing a new one in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the character builder, sometimes things get really complicated. And it's, I guess it's easier. For, I mean, even though we're going through all this craziness, uh-huh. It's actually easier it's for us really to keep convenient. everything electronic it than adds, to... It just adds everything up. Uh, we did run into one thing where um, Torque's new magic item doesn't... Uh, f- oh, doesn't factor into the It doesn't factor into come and get it, but that's because right. come and get it is written in such a weird way. Like, come and get it is a yeah. really weird power. They nerfed it. So what did, it what did you swap in, Matthew? Uh, what did I swap out, Rodrigo? You swapped out a... Um, healing strike or something like that it was called That's and right. and now you have um mantle of radiance is that what it is um i think it's actually hang on let me find it mantle of glory right that does radiant damage right. but the thing about it was i actually hadn't used the healing strike a whole lot right so i kind of forgot that i lost the healing strike mm-hmm. and that was the one where i would hit and then i would heal Right. Well, and the other thing is that um, you got the healing strike by picking up a feat rather than at a power level. So you actually right. ended up like swapping out a power. You know, the, the, in, you can in 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 fourth edition. There's a lot of ways to swap out powers, and a lot of ways right. to trade out your powers, and a lot of ways to get new powers. So you always kind of have to keep an eye on that stuff, and you know, just keep like basically just keep going over your sheet like. I would I would greatly recommend, especially as, as as levels go up, to everybody who's listening who's playing in a fourth edition game, to like take some time like the day before the game, like yeah, before your next session, and look over your sheet so that you will have this stuff like available in your head. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it gets to crunch time, you're playing, and you might forget that there's actually a really good option that you have. Well, I will say this, and again this is a this is a um strike against wizards of the coast with this online builder mm-hmm. every time you print out your sheet or at least for me right nothing is in the same place right so when i get down to my power cards um yeah, you know all if the power cards were if the handy sat haversack was in the bottom right corner of page eight it's now in the upper left hand corner of right. page 10 and there's no rhyme or reason well it's not like it's out al- it's not alphabetical no it because this one for for these uh it's actually okay. what it is. I'm I'm pretty sure is it's added by a timestamp. So whenever the power gets added, it's well, like you would think first it's they... sorted by like first it's sorted by what kind of power it is. So all the dailies, or or rather all the at wills are first, then all right, the right. encounters, then all of the um, Daily dailies modif- Then like some of the. Um, Oh, what are they called? Da, 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 all the utilities and then your item powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Within that, all... within that, though, like they are ordered by the time you get it. Now, usually, because whenever you get something at a different time, right, 
that means that you have gotten it as you've leveled up. So they're kind of by level order, unless you swap something, which means that you might, a lower level power might end up farther back down the list. I guess. Right. I, I just used to like it when all of my at-will powers were all on one page, right. all of my encounter powers plus the... You know, the oh. secondary um, At attacks least. were all on one page. Now it's just like scattered everywhere. And when we added on those uh, boots of stealth, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, where are these? And I had to search on the sheet so I can understand Matthew's frustration when he's like, uh, let me find that. Right. Because this stuff pops around all the time every yeah. time I print out something else. And I bet if I were to go and print this out right now, we wouldn't get the same arrangement of these cards as we had before. No, not necessarily. I mean, definitely every time. I'm sure they do. Yes, every time. Every time you add something new, it has the potential. Here's the thing: at least you're not playing a monk anymore, because no. because sadly every monk power is actually two powers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and the way that they line it up now is really confusing. Because oh, really? because the two versions of the power aren't side side by side. Mm-hmm. They've actually split them to have like all the attacks first, then all the movement stuff. Ugh. So you have to like be. It's it's like playing like battleship. It's like B one is where your attack power is, and like C three is yes. where your you know. Yes. movement power is and like the, the the card grid that you get i do not like that at all here's the thing wizards of the coast still has one of the better um like possibly one of the few um company run character builders for a game i mean those these things oh, yeah, are yeah, really yeah. rare yeah so to a certain degree we have to count our blessings that it exists at all well but I here's mean, the thing the design and layout dungeons, nice, but... dungeons and dragons is the the leader in role-playing games right now sure but i don't know that they're always going to be and certainly they have to be looking at stuff like the character builder and thinking to themselves what can we do to make this more accessible and to make it better because the only thing that keeps this afloat is the fact that there isn't somebody who can make money out of a better option right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But pretty soon, there might be. Especially as they're getting ready to launch a new edition. Mm-hmm. What else do we need to know about this level up? Anything? Um, other than the power swap, which is the most complicated part, um, you get more hit points. Right. It's an odd number level, so your base attack bonus and defenses and stuff doesn't go up. Right. Um, obviously, every level you get to retrain something besides that. So mm-hmm. some of the other players have actually retrained some stuff. For example, um, I believe Adriana had a feat that specifically referenced scimitars, but since she hasn't been... She she hasn't had a scimitar in her hand for you know. Is there a, a year? Yeah. Is there a way then to um? Is there a best practices on swapping out these these powers? Is it just like oh, I've never used that one. I'm just going to swap it out. Or is this one of those f- situations where it's like, well, I guess for lack of a better term, you're using your stats to figure out what to get rid of. Yeah, I mean, you can you can do it both ways. You can look at something and say, you know what, I have never used this power, that's the one I'm going to swap. But here's the thing. You're swapping a level like one, right. three, or like whatever power, or like nine power mm-hmm. for a level 13th power. Mm-hmm. So mechanically, it the thing that makes the most sense is to swap out the level one power. Right. Now, I believe actually possibly neither of you actually did that. Um, and that's because you have a level one power that you like more than the level than that other power. For example, um, yeah, I believe um, y- your uh, Thunder whatever. Thunder Wave? No, the other one. The one you thunder had Thunder Strike? No. Um. Force Orb. Force, Force Orb. Orb, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a good power, but it's a power that you very seldom got to use to full effect. Right. But Thunderlands is going to be a power that you're able to use a lot more effectively, so it makes more sense. Right. I would strongly urge both of you that your next power swap should be that level one power because of damage levels. I mean, you, right now you're packing a power that probably does, like, maximum the equivalent of a two-weapon power. If not a one weapon power, and are so these always going to be? Are these always going to be like encounter powers or swapping out for encounters? You swap dailies? encounters for encounters, dailies, dailies for dailies. dailies. And here's the thing, my uh, 
good friend Fine who decided friend. yes who decided brown. to play a wizard when he was a baby <laughs> player when you when orem gets to level 15 mm-hmm. you're going to trade your for example your two level one <gasps> daily powers for two new level oh no 13 flaming daily sphere powers. you don't have to get rid of flaming sphere you can trade your like level 15 or whatever i forget exactly what what levels are you can trade the next level of dailies if you want which would either be fireball uh-huh. which i haven't used very much because it is just kind of a one-time right power although it does deal a uh, 46 yeah a fireball damage. deals a bucket of damage yeah. i probably have to start using that a you should more. probably use it but a it's it's all part of that i've got to prep you know i've got to prep for the right. day so what time, am i yeah, going to do absolutely. you know and so to, in the past <laughs> you know I've, I've gotten screwed why by its uh, well, do I use Fireball or do I prep Phantasmal Assailant? You know, mm-hmm. which one of those two do I use? And lately, the Phantasmal Assailant has actually been a little bit Here, better. Here's the thing. If you look at Flaming Sphere, Flaming Sphere is now below the the curve right. for damage. Yes. And what's the other thing? Lightning Serpent? Acid Arrow. Oh, Acid Arrow, which, you know, which you very seldom use. Yeah, I don't use. usually do that either. So... When we get when we start getting closer to level fifteen, you'll want to look at powers. And here's the other thing: is especially for a class like wizard and fighter that have gotten a lot of support. Right, wizard and fighter were some of the launch classes. Right. So right. for as long as there's been fourth edition, there's been wizards and fighters, which means there's a lot of powers to choose from. Which means a lot of the time there are almost straight up level up versions of powers. So you might be able to find something that's very similar to flaming sphere, but better, like double yeah. flaming sphere. Like something that flaming deals... cube, yes, <laughs> flaming dodecahedron, yes, that's the one I want. Flaming dodecahedron, you, you get so it's more polygonal <laughs> as you go up in level because the rendering power gets better. Yeah. Eventually, you get it, until the, eventually uh, it turns into Google a sphere cube. again. There you go. Got the highest number of sides before infinity. Yep. So if we look at say my 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 level one fighter power, the comeback strike, mm-hmm. that is the that's one like that your favorite power the... though, right? Comeback strike? Yeah, isn't one of your favorites? I think I think Comet Fall Charge is his favorite oh, yeah, power. Yeah. Comet. Well, the, the the thing is, when I think with the torque brain, generally what it breaks down to is kind of a funnel effect, where what hits the hardest mm-hmm. comes first. So yeah, you'll see a lot of comeback strike, and lately you'll see the victorious surge and um, the frontline surge because they hit hardest. Comet Fall Charge is the one that hits hardest of all. And, you know, you miss it the most, Scarecrow. But if I were to trade out Comeback Strike, well, first of all, if I were going to trade out anything and you were to say to me, what power do you want to trade? I would say, come and get it. Mm -hmm. My level seven fighter power. Is that an option for me? Uh, It's an encounter power, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's, you're not, yeah, because you've already traded an encounter power, you're going to have to wait like almost nine levels to. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, you know, you, well, Here's a like you get a new daily power every you get a new attack power every other level, right? Every right. odd number level. But those levels you jump back and forward between dailies and encounters. Mm-hmm. So okay. this level was an encounter. Next level is an even number. Right. And then next level is a daily. Next level after that is an even number. And then we're back to encounters. So you're like five, four or five, four or five powers so later. What, I'm sorry. Remind everyone again and me too. What happens at the evens? At the evens, you get a feat. Okay. Um, and and, uh, and or and a new pair of shoes. <laughs> a, um, um, oh God, a utility power. Okay. So you always get a feat at every even level. Right. But also... Sometimes you get a utility. Basically, every other level you get a utility. Every other even okay. level you get a utility power. Okay. Now at um, even levels, don't we also get a boost to a particular stat? Or uh, like- no, no. Oh. Those come around every four-ish every levels. Four levels, except not twelve, because twelve is already really crowded. It just it it gets a little confusing. So we um, won't see that again until sixteen. Probably not. Well, actually, the, the 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 level boost might come. I I actually don't remember. I have to like look up the the thing. Yeah. Um. But you might. You so might if see I look it at my comeback strike, comeback strike is two weapon damage. Mm-hmm. It's comparable. Uh, it's I mean it's on the low side of my most dangerous. Yeah, definitely powers. for a daily. Yeah. So if I were looking at say now that's my my level one fighter attack daily, right? It's gray. Yeah. Grazer, grazer dailies. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It says at the top daily. So 
I have my my level one gray daily, and I have the ability to swap it out at level fourteen. Fifteen. Fitting. Mm-hmm. So I get to level fitting, and I'm I'm looking at swapping it out. Am I going to get something that brings comeback strike back to the top of the list in terms of whatever you get? Or? Well, no, whatever you get is going to be. It's it's like you take something out. Uh, if you look at it in in terms of like stacking your powers as far as what does the most damage, you right. will very likely be taking out something from the bottom and adding something to the top. So you're going to trade out a low damage power for a very high damage power, or potentially. Um, you know, if the if the damage on whatever power you pick is lower, a power that gives you more control, because fighters, you know, exert a lot of control over right, the right, over right. their immediate surroundings and things like that. So but at yes, that level, will, I'll yes. go ahead. I'm sorry. It will be a significantly more powerful attack than combat than combat strike. Okay, so if I look at say unstoppable, that's a utility. Power. Yeah, that is not going to trade or go away or whatever. You'll You'll, you can that. have unstoppable forever. It would have to be an attack power. It's gotta have. It's gonna be an attack power. Yes. It's gonna have to be gray and say fighter attack. Yes. Blah blah blah. Yes, exactly. And then the level after that, it would be then fighter uh, the encounter. I could swap out. In theory. Mm-hmm. I guess a general okay. question for either one of you guys: Have you it's ever? A- I guess it depends on uh, the gaming and the players that you have. I know some people are all about the stats. Mm-hmm. And so all they can't wait until I get that higher power. And as soon as I get that higher power, I'm going to be using that one all the time because it has more damage to it. But then do you get some players, too, that are just like, you know what? I've been using this one so much that this is my character's routine to do this. Do you get you, people that play it that way? You can. And actually, that's an issue with 4th edition because 4th edition is built on this idea that eventually you are going to swap out powers. And right. you can hold off on swapping out, for example, your Flaming Sphere, right? I mean, we literally, somebody made, like, Aldo made us a right. little Flaming Sphere guy, right. and it's going to be kind of sad times the moment that Orem doesn't use well, his Flaming Sphere anymore. Well, same way with uh, Rock Fluent uh, throwing... Oh, the uh, Queen's Rebellious Queen's Daughter? Queen's Rebellious Daughter. Yeah, figure. but she was never part of the party. I know, but she was always a cool figure to have oh, around. Sure. Well, what, did you eat it? No, she's still sitting there. Well, she might still be sitting there. My, but Flamey. Right. Oh, gee, Orm, you shouldn't have done oh, that. Oh, Orm, why'd you trade me out for something that does acid damage? Anyway. But, I mean, do you run into that a lot where people are like, hey, here's my habit? You run into it sometimes, and the as a, as a, a for me, as a dungeon master, I kind of have to, like, pat their heads and, like, be like, look, it's going to be okay. Yeah, <laughs> the game the game needs you to swap out your powers. There are, there are going to be times when the stats of the game, because 4th edition Dungeons and & Dragons, and Dungeons and & Dragons right. in general, is a very rigid game. Mm-hmm. There are times when you have to make decisions that you don't necessarily feel your character would make right. to fit in with the rules. And you right. just kind of have to roll with it. It's it's dissonant and it's a problem, and it's one of the reasons why a lot of people don't play Dungeons and Dragons is yeah. because Dungeons and Dragons is very rigid in that sense. Also, does um, the game? I mean, there's all you know, all sorts of damage. You got you know, uh, frost damage and fire damage ice, and acid damage, fire, ice damage, acid, lightning, thunder. Chicken, is it even style. possible? Psychic. Is it is it even possible to create a character that just follows? You know, I just want to do everything that re- revolves around fire. That's where I want to do all my yes, attacks or all yes. fire Actually, attacks. Yeah, you can, you can, and it's very easy, but it's also kind of inconvenient because if you run up against an enemy that uh, has anti-fire, that has fire resistance, yeah, then you yeah. run into issues. The or the, the interesting thing is that uh, yes, armor. the interesting thing about that is that um, ex- especially for like sorcerers. Mm-hmm. There's a few options that if you want to have a guy who is like, brah, fire damage, you can also like pick up feats and like features that say like this guy ignores the first like five points of fire resistance. Mm-hmm. So like even things that are resistant to fire will take fire damage from you and yeah, things yeah. like that. Right. But you, you you really have to gear the character that way. Do you discourage that in, in creation? I don't um because if it's your character concept, then that's fine. Okay, let me let me phrase it again. If it's the character concept, then the player is into it. I don't prevent them from doing it. I do discourage it 
because I think my character is a fire mage and I just want to fire mage at it is not a very good character concept. Right, right, right. So, like, I usually am like, okay, let's talk I mean, about if, if why, you your, about... why your guy is so fiery and then let's work with that. Right. And hopefully that ends up giving us a much more broad yeah. um, well, character about, concept than that. If you think about Avatar. Right. You know, they're all air power, fire power, water power. Right, right. But they're... Right, but that's also a completely different right, system. Right, right. But I mean, if someone were like, "I want to develop a," uh, or be an avatar. Yeah, I, I mean, there are. A, I there are. I mean, a... this is this is a great example of where paragon paths come in. Almost like for sorcerers, for example, which is what Smith was. Mm-hmm. Um, there are at least a couple like straight up elemental guys. Right. So yeah. it's like there's a there's an ice one and there's a fire one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you get into things where, like, no matter what power you use, even if it's supposed to deal acid or whatever, you also deal, like, extra fire damage right, on top right, of it right, and things right. like that. You have fiery acid. And, I mean, if you look at, that's actually not just related to Dungeons & Dragons. That that kind of escalation, that power creep, if you want to call it that, is something mm-hmm. that happens pretty much everywhere. It's like when I complain about the Marvel Universe, everybody who's smart in the Marvel Universe is now a super genius who makes force fields. So, you know, nuclear physicist Bruce Banner and cyberneticist Tony Stark and entomologist Hank Pym have all gotten to the point where as they quote unquote level up, they've, you know, gotten this same thing. And I I like to think of it as that way. Once you've done something for a while, you do learn other things. And I think the nature of that, the storylines of the heroic tales that they want you to tell or that they want to make it possible for you to tell, I guess, with fourth edition takes into account that maybe a 20th level entomologist is the scariest thing in the world. He might want a force field. We're going to give you the option to have that force field to keep up with the Joneses. And and that's that's the other thing is that, you know, the game tries very hard to give you both options. It allows you to be a very specialized character or to be a generalist um, within within the roles that you've picked. And actually, that's not even the case, not even within the roles you picked. You know, a cat is a warlock he's supposed to be a striker right but he's got mostly control powers yeah because i don't like to control right exactly and you're supposed to be or i'm supposed to be a controller and you have mostly striker powers so i guess that balances it out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. especially you're both in a, bad in a at what you do game yes. yeah, yes. you're both two mediocre guys at uh, what they do yeah, actually you know did. actually in the most recent game ked was controlling the crap yeah, yeah, out of things yeah, so yeah, which was good because i wouldn't have been able to do that right. with any of my arm was mostly getting eaten yes mm-hmm which could be a spoiler, is, depending on when we release this oh, episode. Sorry, but oh yeah, or I'm getting okay. beaten up is not a spoiler, my friend. <laughs> At any point in time, we can run this episode that says, "Yeah, or I'm got beat up pretty bad," and they'll go, "That happened last episode." In fact, I think it did. Yeah, <laughs> too mean, too mean. Okay. Um, no. What Orem, else? Orem what has we... four hit points. Did we ever yeah. talk about? Orem has four hit points. Torque did something stupid. Yeah. Did we ever talk about uh, Torque becoming a cleric? I, it's been so long since we've done one of these episodes where I we talk about. We, I, don't, I don't think we ever sat down and talked about it. Um, mechanically it's, it's speaking, mechanically speaking, Torque has two feats that clericify him. One is the multi-class cleric feat, which I don't have in front of me, so I don't remember what it's called. It's called. Uh, I think it was called Healing Blow. No, no, it's uh, that's that's the power. If you look in your feats, it should be there. My um, and then the other one is um I'm looking uh, at my feet. One of the one of the uh power swap feats, which is um, Initiative the Faith. Yeah, Initiative of the Faith, and then probably either Acolyte Power or something like that. Novice power. Novice power. So basically what those do is the first one opens up all cleric options to Torque. Plus makes gives them training in religion. And yeah, actually lets him healing word. and gives them healing word once per day. Um, and then uh, novice power lets him swap out one of his encounter powers, which is what we mentioned before. Right, right. Where in order to make it work in the uh, in the builder, I have to um, swap right. and flip and yeah, swap, twist. flip, swap. <laughs> it's, it's basically what I have to do. It's like it's like switching uh, the ESNs on two separate phones when one right. has a knife. No, not everybody. So, want to okay. carry on another conversation real quick? I mean, do we answer everything on the cleric real quick or not? That is that is mechanically <laughs> okay. what the deal is with Torque being a cleric. Okay. All right. Um, there was a question before about the broadsword. Uh, and we talked about uh, the broadsword. Whether, whether Orm could use that big broadsword. Oh, the sword. bastard sword. The bastard sword, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said no. 
Right. right. And then there was a conversation on Twitter right. where someone was asking, well, technically, can't he still use the broadsword? And right. you want to clear that up a little bit more because sure. that may be bringing in a lot of emails. Sure, sure. Um, so a um, bastard sword is an is a superior melee weapon, which right. means you need a feat in order to be to use it in melee and take it full advantage of it. Basically, you can still use it, but you would not get the bonuses for it. It would just you would just get the damage bonus and not the accuracy bonus. Okay, so I wouldn't be getting I I would be able to use the broadsword, the bastard. Sword. I mean, sorry, the bastard sword as my implement to cast my wizard. We powers, haven't right? even we haven't gotten there yet. Okay, so that's that's for stabbing. Okay, is you need a feat in order to use a bastard sword properly. Okay, so as a sword mage, you actually get all, um. You get all heavy blades as well as all light blades as implements. Mm-hmm. So you would be able to channel your Magic. sword mage powers right. through that sword. However, since you don't get the bonus for it anyway, like you don't get the attack bonus when you use a weapon as an implement, mm-hmm. it gives using a bastard sword gives you zero advantage for channeling. Okay, for channeling. Right. But for a basic melee attack. Right. Or for... Um, if, if or um, for Sloth example, Strike or Mordenkainen's Sword. Not Mordenkainen's Sword, I mean, no, but Sloth, Sloth Strike, Sloth yes. Strike. Or the about, One Sword. Uh, the yeah, One the Sword one as sword. well. Um, basically, if you did that, actually, the One Sword wouldn't work because that one specifically cares about Long Swords, I think. I actually, the One Sword might work. Um but here's basically if you made that attack with a bastard sword, first off, let's forget about the fact that that bastard sword that you found wasn't even enchanted. Right. Let's assume that it had the same enchantment as the weapon that you currently have. Okay. You, Orem, would be taking a minus four penalty to the attack that he has in order to roll a d10 instead of a d8. Why would I take a minus four? Because you're not trained. Oh, in the but, use but of if a I were, sword. but if I were, but okay, but it says in my feats that I'm trained for long swords and spears. Yes. So isn't the bastard sword a, a long sword? No, a long sword's a long sword. Oh, okay. So that's a whole different group of swords. Yeah. Now what if I want, what if I got a spear? Um, you would not be able to use your sword mage powers because those care about swords. Ah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just looking at my Elegant soldier because I get the a plus two for long swords and spears. So right. the next question would be: so could I use a spear for? You could. Same, you could for stabbing process, you for stabbing you could for, but you couldn't use any of your powers with it. There's also because I've got this wand that's now problem of when to use the wand and when, when to, to use, the, use sword. the wand, when to use the sword, because yep. that ends up being a minor uh action yep. to draw one. Well, unless of course my sword is sheathed, but right. if I pull it out of the scabbard and then go, Oh, now I need to use my wand. Yes. When to use your wand and when to use your sword. Congratulations, uh, this is what happens when you have Rob in your party. Uh, please tell us we're going to get some more magic items soon. And don't look at me. You're you're the guy. You guys are the ones that are making it. See oh, if you can yeah. see if you can finally get someplace where you can sit down and make them. Well, we're still waiting for our ore to arrive. Mm-hmm. Um, have you changed? I mean, is and also people are. Uh, I'm seeing emails and comments from people saying, "Man, Rodrigo sure doesn't give out very much stuff." Yeah, that you want to explain that again. Rodrigo doesn't give out very much stuff. Is one of those things. I want like, mad loots. Rodrigo doesn't give out very much stuff. Is one of those um, comments that we get. Like Rodrigo's um, challenges are too hard, and Rodrigo's um, like there was too much talking in this episode, or there was too much <laughs> fighting in this episode. Where basically, depending on what's happening, people are like. Oh my God, Rodrigo's fights are way too hard. Or I can't believe Rodrigo threw that at them. That fight was way too easy. Like, well, but Rodrigo doesn't give them very much, except in the episodes where you guys get twenty things, and then they're like, "I can't believe Rodrigo gave them all that stuff." Yeah, right. well, here's a whole bunch of belts. Yeah, no, but exactly. I mean, but so, belts but for answer, everyone. But you the answer, belt. though, the, the easy answer though is, and we've kind of, I've kind of, personally, I've changed this up as we release the shows, mm-hmm. where people are like, "I don't want to listen to three episodes in a row of a fight." So I've been taking those episodes and just putting them out as one episode. Mm-hmm. So people who right. really want to get to the fight stuff can get to the fight stuff. And those people who want to listen to the role play get the role play over a couple of episodes. And you, right. we try to, I think if you go back and I'm, I may be a little off on the estimate, but I think it's like at least every four episodes we have a fight, right? Mm-hmm. There, every, every four or five average. episodes, there's, there's a fight episode and the yeah. rest are role play. Um, and as far as... 
the monsters that you're throwing at us, you're using the, the formula on how to calculate your monsters. Mm -hmm. So theoretically, based on where our, um, what level we're at, we should be able to handle any monster you throw at us now. I mean, just based on the XP and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, bad rolls. Right. Or good rolls. Right. Or just people not having a right thing prepared or paying attention can totally affect how the battle turns out. Oh, absolutely. And and actually, I, I mean, make no mistake, I took a bunch of the party stuff. Like, I would just oh, like, yeah, yeah. you lose this and you lose that and I don't care. And you guys are going to have to, like, claw your way back before you right. can have all this stuff. Neener like, pants, neener pants. Yeah, exactly. It's like, things are super hard right now because you guys are not properly equipped. And, you know, I get messages every once in a while. It's like, did you switch to, like, inherent bonuses and is that where the weapons went away? And I'm like, no. These guys are just clawing themselves, like, practically to death trying to scramble to do things yeah, yeah. because I'm evil. Right, 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 right. Well, you are evil. But then yes. again, as far as when you're handing out stuff, you're mm -hmm. also following the rules of yep. based on how much what is it how much xp the month uh, no the, no no that's per level you get a certain number of magic items of a certain right, level right right and the, but the, that's what you're using as that formula it is so, it is although i am i do give you guys usually one extra magic item per level okay right so i mean that seems so i actually i actually give more loot away than i should oh really yeah okay yeah and it's it actually is I don't know if it's just my expectation, but it is true that Rodrigo gives away more stuff than I don't want to say than I would necessarily, but more stuff than I think is absolutely necessary. Mm -hmm. So when people say Rodrigo doesn't give away very much stuff, I'm like, really? Because it seems like every time we get stuff, we get a lot of stuff. It's well, just, and it's I a, don't know. I'm, and that, I'm looking at my is, I'm looking at my equipment, and I don't have magical rings that give me enhancements or arm protections or. Hand I thingies. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I have but you, have, you have an armor, you have right. a next slot item, you have right. a belt, you have shoes, right. you have a helmet, right. which actually only two of you have a helmet. Right. But I'm wondering, know. though, if a lot of other people at this level are already like, oh, man, I've got like no. every time I go out adventure I mean, and there's a chest there that I just pop open and there's some new magical piece of no, equipment. No, I mean, I'm following. I mean, I'm following the rules as far as how this right, is right, supposed right. to go. They might, but then they're it's getting possible. more stuff. Right. The other thing is, is that. Up until very, very recently, you guys were just sitting on every amount of money that I gave you. Like, I just mm -hmm. kept handing, like, every level, are. you get a certain amount of cash. No, now you're spending well, it on taxis. a little bit, but, I mean, if you look at it, we've got You're spending like it, you're spending it, you're actually, it's funny because, 30, like, you guys, you guys are like somebody, you guys are like a college student that just got to NYU. <laughs> you're spending all your money on taxis and calling your parents. Like, that's what the party's doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's because it's the fastest way to get from point A to point B. Yep. And, you know, if the parents would actually pick up the phone every once in a while. Well, they're busy. <laughs> when we eventually meet Ket's father, I will give you money. I will give you a real money if you do it with a Sean Connor accent. Ket, <laughs> Ket, you're father. such a disappointment. <laughs> Can't I can't believe you're such a tool. <laughs> and what? Father, and let's. Uh, his father has to be James Bond. All right. And I'll, so we I'll went to Nerdtacular months ago. Mm -hmm. By the time this episode airs, it's been months. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I think uh, this is probably August this September by the time this Saint Swithin's. It day. might. It might actually. Um, it's almost Nerdtacular again. I'm so sure. we were yes. So we were at Nerdtacular, and someone came up to me jokingly. What happened to all those uh, images on uh, blah blah blah? <laughs> He was joking because he knew it's a, but they're gone. Don't expect them to come back anytime soon. So don't mm -hmm. ask. The other thing that though, that people still ask is sure. no, but the thing is, I don't have time, uh, at this point. Um, maybe perhaps if we reach our funding goal, mm -hmm. um, you can hire an intern we can, to do we it. can hire an intern to do that. And I would have more time to do that and be able to focus on that. And the many other things that we have boiling that are just not uh, ready to, uh, to pop forth yet. Uh, but the other question that That's still dumb. comes up is, hey, man, can I play with you guys in your group? Do you guys have, like, guests come on to do a round? You want to address that again? Uh, sure. Uh, we do not usually do that. Um, the for For a handful of reasons. One, we don't play any extra games with the Critical Hit crew because it's hard enough to get our schedules together to play the main story right, right, game right. that we're playing. 
Um, second, right now the table's full. We're not. Mm-hmm. We don't want any any more people right now. Five players is about the max that I want to be running with at any given point. Um, and furthermore, uh, every one who is at the critical hit table was somebody that basically I picked out. Yeah, I mean, the, the 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 critical hit team is a group of people that I knew prior to to playing with them right. in on critical hit that I thought were going to be a good mix, a good person, like their their own actual personality would bring something good to the game, their gaming expertise would give bring something to the game and they I'm would the only legacy i'm the flounder of they would yeah. yes they would be creating um characters that i thought would be different very different from each other and, right, right, and, right. and that is the case so i mean we're not we're not looking for any more players if and if we were if uh some one of the players decides to leave critical hit or we decide that we want to add another player which is actually very unlikely um I will go find new players. So keep keep your audition tapes right now. <laughs> I'm probably not gonna not gonna have a call yeah. for them. And the other question and that after that, the bombs that you installed in our necks, yes. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it'd be very hard for any of us to leave, or maybe right. not. I don't know. Uh, the other question that comes up a lot is, "Hey, what would have happened if?" Right. Dot. 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 Right. Um, I'm not in the habit of telling people what would have happened if a decision was different. Um, I don't tell. I playing and running other games i never tell my players what would have happened if they had done something different um because that's the whole point making that decision and being kind of tortured by what could have been is part of that the intensity of the game and i don't know if you're aware of this but critical hit is a game that i would say has a medium to high intensity at any given point um yeah (laughs) we snip at each other sometimes well I didn't necessarily mean between the players. Um, no, I did. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. There's that too. Um, I would say that that's not at all. That's not something I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, really? Um, <laughs> anyway, I meant I meant foster a hostile environment. Oh, okay, I um, thought you meant you don't answer. Cheese sandwich. How about right, the right? Because I don't need to. <laughs> In any case, um, what was I saying? Oh, you don't like you don't want to tell the what ifs right. because because it's part of that decision, and right. you know, it's like if we had gone, if we hadn't killed that character, if we had decided to actually go along. Right, right, exactly. If if they like, what would have happened if the party had actually managed to get away from the hogbot? Who knows? Yeah, who knows what would probably happen. an entirely different game. You think? Possibly. But the other thing too, though, and I've I've seen you, um, uh, you'll CC me or you'll you'll we'll talk about it. Um, you might be using some of the concepts that you right. didn't get to use in a future. Right, right. Anything because I have all I have all these ideas that I might incorporate into the game, and sometimes it's 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 an idea that stands on its own or can be incorporated mm-hmm. into something else. So if I don't use it, I'm usually not going to tell someone, "Oh, I almost did this" because I can actually use it later. What about right. can you give an example of where you've done that already? Um maybe not in this game but in another game. I mean, let me think. That would be the same as giving an example. No, 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 because because, this because is it's already, already happened. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, oh. I, well, I like the um Probably the uh, like the anchors for the void gods. Mm-hmm. I had used similar things in previous games, but they didn't get uh, didn't didn't really get explored. Oh, okay. So Did Rob ruin it. Rob no, no, no. It. This wasn't even. This wasn't even. This was. These games were like before I even met Rob. It so Rob. it's like, well, nobody, like, no person ever heard what the deal was with these stones. So I'm just gonna use them later. Okay. Cool. All right, anything else that we need to cover? I don't think so. Members.majorspoilers.com. The site is open. It's our VIP section for our people that contribute to 5 or $10 a month. If you're already signed up, uh, then you probably have already been migrated in by now. If not, you will be soon. Uh, or you can go over there and you can sign up for the bronze, silver, or gold level. At the bronze level, the $2 a month, you get exclusive art that uh, Adriana sketches during her critical hit campaign. You're not going to find these anywhere else, or I don't think you're going to find them anywhere else. 
uh, exclusive to that site for our $2 and up members. At $5, uh, you get some behind-the-scenes stuff and bonus tracks. Uh, that's for 5 and up. And then when we hit our goal, our $10 a month uh, winners will be getting a couple of podcasts. Our $5 a month people will be getting a, a podcast as well. Uh, that's all if we hit our, our 6,000 member goal that we're driving towards. I think we can do it. And with your help, I know we can. Mm-hmm. It's so close. I mean, we, I mean, yes, we're still at about what, 20, 25% somewhere in between there. But I mean, all it takes is one big push from people to say, you know what? I want this exclusive content. I want access to this. I can't wait for a brand new gaming podcast. I can't wait for a new drama podcast to come out from you guys, as well as ensuring that the websites all continue on their wondrous path. Uh, if you can, if you can do it, that's great. I know some other places where they're wanting you to do a whole lot more than I know one place that's doing like $250 a year. Jeez. That's a lot. And maybe it's worth it. I don't know. I can't afford the 250 myself, but $2 a month, $5 a month, $5 a month. That's pretty easy. Right? That's like sure. two uh two packs of miniatures. <laughs> pretty much. Um yeah, miniatures are expensive. Yeah. Um You don't want miniatures. miniatures so, yet. you can go over and check that out now members.majorspoilers.com. Thank you for uh, again for downloading and listening. If you have any questions, podcast at majorspoilers.com. Don't be afraid to send them our way. We will get to them when we can get to them. I think we're almost caught up. I think in the next mailbag, we will be caught up to the most recent emails. So that will be coming up probably, I think people have been watching. It's between four and eight episodes from now. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll do another mailbag. So uh, be on the lookout for that. I think that wraps it up. I think that's all we need to talk about. Hopefully that answered your questions about level 13 and what we did and why we did it. Answer some other ongoing questions that we always get. So we won't tell you, go back to episode three and listen to the explanation. Yeah. Go back to episode 729. We're going to have to, oh, we actually, I think we're going to have to create a wiki. We may be working on that. That's one of those goal we things that we're working. That's one of those goal things that we're wiki, working wiki. on as we approach our goal. Goal wiki, things. Wiki. Uh, things will start to appear and happen in glorious, wondrous things. More time to do lost uh, art, more time to catalog comics, more time to do more giveaways mm-hmm. and all those great things. Uh, you can find out more at Majorspoilers.com. Check us out. I think we're doing some good things for you, most of it for free. So please share, yeah. spread the word, spread the good word, and most of all, thank you for that. And, uh, or I guess I should say, most of all, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. visit frogpants.com audio program so good it's like you're there join us today during the jeep celebration event right now get 20 percent below msrp for an average of 15,178 under msrp on the purchase of a 2023 jeep grand cherokee overland 4xe or summit 4xe not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.